Welcome to Walking the Way. My name is Ray. This is not an additional Monday to Friday passage. I've got this new section. I'm calling it Walking the Way on Sunday. When Walking the Way first started, one of the things that I used to do was I used to do a commentary on some Bible verses. And unfortunately, due to time constraints and pressures of ministry, I had to find another way of bringing Scripture into people's lives, so we decided to go with a Bible reading and some prayers. More of a standard devotional. But a couple of people have said they really miss those those conversations about Scripture and and those commentaries that I used to do. So I got thinking about it, and what I got thinking and decided to do was actually the best commentary that I can do is my Sunday sermon. I am a Methodist minister. I serve as a, a pastor, as a minister for a couple of churches in West Yorkshire. So possibly that will be changing in the near future. And every Sunday, I sit down and I prepare a service. Trust me, it is usually Sunday morning. And I thought, actually, that would be a really good thing to share with people. And I'd really appreciate your comments and your thoughts. So my prayer, my prayer for us and my prayer for you, is that the words that I speak, the meditations of my heart, will be used by God to encourage you to live your life to the full. Amen. You've probably heard me mention this before, but um, Covenant Service has always played a big part in my life, both as a Christian and as a Methodist, but also particularly as a minister. It was the very first service I led here in this church. The day I arrived was a covenant service, which is a bit of a shock to me, expecting most, you know, expecting covenant to be in January. But we arrived, and it was in September, and it took me back to the day when Deb and I first came back to the Methodist Church, when we realized that this was where God was placing us. We'd been going from church to church to church for a while, um, trying to find a congregation that we really felt at home at. Neither of us, although I was a confirmed Methodist and a local preacher, I'd been out of the Methodist church for a while. And neither of us felt any particular affinity to any one denomination. We were just looking for somewhere to feel at home. And we were driving past one day and we realized that literally half a mile from where we lived, there was this tiny little tin shack chapel. And it was called the Tin Chapel. Um, it was Larkfield Methodist Church, just outside of Maidstone in Kent, where we were living. And we thought, we've been driving up and down this road every day for three years at the time. We'd, we'd not once seen this church. And we thought, well, okay, that's obviously a sign. Let's go visit. So we did. We checked the website. We made sure, I was impressed that we had a Methodist church with a website. Um, this was many moons ago, by the way. Uh, we checked the website, checked the times, made sure, because Deb does not like being late, made sure we were 15 minutes early, that we were in the car park half an hour before the service started. Um, walked into the church, smack bang into the middle of the convers- confirmation service. They had arranged the confirmation service before the church service. My wife thought the world was going to swallow her up. I managed to to shuffle her back into the church. (laughs) And then there was a second shock for her. It was covenant service. 
which, let, let me explain a little bit about my, my wife. My wife grew up Welsh Brethren. She, you know, they don't do this sort of thing. They don't do liturgy. They don't do... Um, she had to wear a hat when she played the piano in church. I'm trying to imagine Ruth with a fascinator. <laughs> okay. But a fascinator wasn't proper. It was a proper brimmed hat she had to wear. Um, women weren't allowed to speak in services. They weren't allowed to pray. And yet here is a local preacher leading the prayers and leading the worship. And she was presented with a book with words to say. And it was a real shock to her system. For me, it was a bit like coming home. It had been a long time since I'd been to a covenant service. And it felt like coming home. Afterwards, Dev asked me if this was a thing that the Methodists did every year. And of course, the answer is yes. To which she replied, why? Do Methodists have short memories? <laughs> and that's a challenge for us, isn't it? We come again year after year. We say the words. We sing the hymn. And yet we are so proud of our history, but we are so quick to forget the promises we make each year. Covenant's a big thing. In Scripture, covenant is a big thing. You know, we, we probably associate, for us, in a modern world, when we think of covenants, we think in terms of property. And we think in terms of business agreements and all the rest. And it is a legal agreement. The covenant that we enter today, from a spiritual point of view, is binding. God takes it seriously. You know, we've read the script, we had the, the, the scripture in Deuteronomy, which is part of a much longer passage about where God has brought them from. That, end, that at the end of Deuteronomy, Moses is standing there and he's saying to people, look back at the last 40 years. Look back at the last 40 years and look where God has brought you. Look what God has done for you. All because God has chosen you to be his people. And that's quite a powerful phrase that God has chosen us to be his people. I had a bit of a theological debate recently um, about whether or not the Old Testament actually applies to us today. Um, I am of the opinion that it does. It has some very important lessons to teach us. Uh, one of those was that God never changes. God is the same yesterday, today, and tomorrow. He is eternal. While we are rather fickle in the way we treat ourselves, each other, and God, God never changes. And the promises we make to God and the promises God makes to us, more importantly, the promises God makes to us, never change. It's interesting, we were having a conversation at coffee on Friday um, with Jill. And she, was, uh, we, she asked about that phrase, judge, do not judge lest you be judged. And I was talk, we, we, we had a conversation about how Jesus in the book of John is in a marketplace and the Pharisees bring these, this young lady to her who's been caught in adultery and they throw her on the floor and they want to stone her. And they say to Jesus, is this the right thing to do? Words to that effect. And it's very interesting in this story, Jesus is very quiet. He doesn't say anything. He just sits there and he doodles in the ground 
One Christian comedian once said, I wonder if Jesus was actually writing down the names of the people who dragged this woman out in the sand. And Jesus says to them, he says, let he who is without sin cast the first stone. You know, those, that sense of forgiveness and grace and mercy that comes from that passage is a reminder just about the promises that God gives us. Our response to him is to give ourselves completely. That's all that God expects from us. <laughs> That's easy, isn't it? That's all that God wants from us, is to give ourselves to him completely. Not everyone is called to be a minister. Not everyone is called to be a local preacher. Not everyone is called to be a steward or a worship leader or serve in the church. But we are all called as disciples of Jesus to follow Jesus day in and day out. And to put Jesus first. And that's what we do when we have our covenant service. We say to God in that wonderful prayer, You're in charge. Use me as you will. And if that doesn't scare the pants off you, then maybe you're not taking it seriously enough. Because that's what God's asking us to do. That's what God's saying. You know, I mentioned earlier that um, a covenant is a legal document. In, In the scripture, it's a legal agreement. And as we go through the promises that we make in the covenant service, I want to remind us about the words that Jesus said in Matthew 18. Jesus says, what we bind in heaven, we bind on earth. And I want you to listen for that line in the covenant service today. When we say the words, what is ratified in heaven, let it be ratified on earth. So my prayer for us today is that we take those promises that we're going to make seriously. That we ask God to do what he says in scripture, which is inscribe them on our hearts. And so when we come back next year and say those same words again, and I wager there are people in this room that have said those words 50, maybe 60 times, that those words will be a confirmation rather than a reminder. Amen.